0: As I think Sally said yesterday, we have pretty much given the instructions that we wanted to offer for this part of the retreat. It's pretty simple. Rest in empty awareness. You know, there have been a lot of details about how to get there and what it all means, but the basic meditation instruction is really simple. Rest in empty awareness. And sometimes the mind complicates it because... As one of the quotes in the study guide says, it's so close you can't see it, and so simple you can't believe it. But that's what it's about. We were, uh, 20 or so years ago, we went to visit a a great Tibetan master in Kathmandu, Sally and I, and a few friends. And we had um, arranged to see him for four days of teachings while we were there, which was very fortunate because. His time was, was really valuable. And toward the end of the four days, he said, you'll notice I'm repeating myself a lot. He said, there's only really one thing to say. He said, it's just like a field mouse. He runs across the field, and the only thing he says is, squeak. He said, I'm just like the field mouse. I only have one thing to say to you. So that's where we're at in this retreat, rest in empty awareness. And then I think the important thing is to trust that. That takes time to trust it. Sometimes, very often in this practice, especially in the beginning, people go, is this it? Is this what they're talking about? Is this the awareness? Am I seeing the emptiness? Have I really got it? And there's no way to figure that out. So you've tried, I'm sure, a lot of different ways of turning to recognize the empty awareness. Some of them may even give you slightly different results. When I think about the instruction of um, big mind, the image like a big empty sky, that leads to a different experience sometimes than asking the question, am I aware? So that's okay. Whichever one of the means you find gets you in touch with something, trust what you get. Trust what comes from that pointing and put your chips on that. That means believe in it, trust yourself, follow it, develop it. And what you'll find is as you do it deepens, it clarifies, Um, becomes more apparent what's going on. And even if the different ways in, the different methods of turning, get you slightly different experiences, over time those will converge. As they deepen and develop, they all do so in the same direction. So don't worry too much about, have I got it? You know, we have a word for this in the Vipassana world. It's called doubt. It's not so helpful. So recognize when it's there and trust. Trust what you get when you turn and stay with that. Let that develop in its own time, in its own way, and you'll be doing just fine. So that's the squeak for today. <laughs> Take what you get, trust in that. So now we can just be quiet. So for um, this past week or so, we've been talking almost totally about the awareness practice, resting and empty awareness. But remember that as you go through these days, take time to integrate with your mindfulness of breathing and your practice of the Brahmaviharas. They're very supportive of the resting and awareness. And just as a reminder, I've probably said this before, Sally's probably said it, that when the mind tends to be distracted or in the middle of some clinging, it might be simpler to go to one of the object-oriented practices, breath or metta. When the mind is open, uncluttered, then the awareness is usually more accessible. And one of the things that uh, you'll notice in this, it doesn't necessarily take a very big clinging to make it difficult To access awareness. In the Tibetan uh, system, they say that a thumb in the right place can block out the sun. So a very small obstacle can block this opening to awareness. And if that's the case, then uh, either letting go, if possible, or going back to a a simpler practice, one that you know well. The other thing I wanted to say is um, I know that, you know, the end of retreat starts looming in people's minds at this point. You don't need to start preparing yourself yet. We will have a plan for easing you out of the silence and back into activity and you don't need to do it yourself ahead of time. We'll tell you when it's right for it to start happening. And so really take these days. To devote yourself as fully as you can to being here now. When thoughts about the future beyond these days come up, it's a good time to say not now. Not now to those thoughts. There will be plenty of time when the time comes. Okay, do you have any questions this morning? Uh, Jayla and then Elizabeth.